Hello and welcome back to the Personal Trainer Portal podcast. And for you who are watching, you'll notice that you know you're going to see a, a great image of me at the minute because I've got a new webcam. As you can see over here, Peter, he's, he doesn't really take this stuff seriously. You know, he, <laughs> he records with his potato and he, rec and he records his audio with a toaster. So you know, he doesn't really have the most the, mo <laughs> the most clarity in his in his video or his audio. But that's probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. if you're watching <laughs> wow we've gone there are we <laughs> but if you wow, listen what a start to a podcast <laughs> I, was I think get... I'm just gonna go <laughs> I was gonna get it off on a serious note but I thought you know what we're having a few technical difficulties we might as well, well have a, a little bit of a laugh about it you know if we're gonna start like that I'm gonna jump in and and I've got a great joke for you gym related joke go on so, uh, so I went to the gym earlier on and um, this fella was training with his lass and uh, all of a sudden I've looked over, he's jumped down onto one knee, right? And he's only gone and whipped out an engagement ring. Right. And he's gone and asked this lass, his lass, to marry him. And you'll never guess, she's only gone and said no, right? <laughs> so... I went over to him after all the commotion. I said, uh, it's a shame that didn't work out. <laughs> and there we go. Okay, <laughs> Nell. That's a good, it's, a, it's not a bad joke, that. Although the, you, no. you bloody deliberately went silent. I was just waiting no. for the laughter. Do you know what it was? Do you know the technical difficulties we've had? I th I think on your on your side it probably seemed like there was about a five second delay, but on my side it was instant. All <laughs> oh, right, that's why I said that. Well, there you go. There you go guys. That, you that's the end that of the podcast. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's it. We'll see you next week for episode six. You, you can tell you can tell you've you know done a lot of research on your dad jokes. And now you are a dad. It's as soon as you become a dad, every morning you just wake up with dad jokes. It, they just come to you. Yeah, they just yeah. Everyday life. You don't know where from. Through but... dad joke goggles. <laughs> <laughs> dad joke tinted shades. That's the one. <laughs> anyway, so today's podcast anyway. on that note <laughs> is not going to be about getting down on one knee or tinted shades. It's going to be around how to smash a consultation so consultations they're probably one of those things as a pt that i don't want to say we dread but we don't learn how to do them in pt school do we like no, i can't like, i can't remember once from the like our tutor of the p uh i was gonna say pt school of the level three personal <laughs> training qualification i can't remember them once going over consultations they just almost tell you how to get through the, the course to pass it but then as we've said in a previous podcast when you start having a few clients inquiring on the gym floor you get them in for a consultation because you hear that that's the right thing you have to do but then you don't really know yeah. what to do to sell it and the consultation is arguably the biggest part on when you're actually if you're going to take that client on or sort of personal as a client should i say so yeah i think well, it, it's make or break isn't it yeah exactly i mean if you <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. If you don't lead a, a good consultation and make the person feel comfortable, they're not going to sign up for a client because let's be honest, personal training, it doesn't matter what location you're in, it's not cheap compared to some things. So you've got to make yourself come across as someone who they know, like, and trust. So the first thing I want to say about consultation, the first thing you need to do is you want to make the person feel comfortable. It sounds obvious, but I think I remember when I used to conduct personal training in the gym, uh, sorry, conduct consultations in the gym. We used to work at the public gym is I'd always make sure that the little room we had was clear for one. So, you know, who wasn't in there eating his packet of crisps and his, <laughs> and his drinks and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd make sure the consultation room was clear for one. And I'd make sure that when the person, well, I'd always make sure I was in the gym for one, that I wasn't turning up late to the consultation. So when they turned up, you know, you, you greet them, have a little bit of the little small talk, try and crack a little joke, not a dad joke like Pete just did there, but just make the person feel as comfortable as possible. Because although as a PT, we're quite scared of delivering them, you know, because it's that make or break, as you say, but they're probably more scared than us because they don't know yeah. what, what PT is in aid of, unless obviously they've had a PT before, but a lot of people haven't. So they don't know what's going to be happening so to make first off make the person feel comfortable by you know if you have a consultation room whatever it is at your gym make sure that it's clear that you've got everything set out okay and you know you're just talking to them as if they're just almost a friend to start off with and then obviously that's when you can start to lead the consultation a little bit more so that's my first point making the person feel comfortable yeah so I think, yeah, very valid. Um, you just need to put them at ease, uh, break the ice. Um, and then from there, th the most important thing I think is having structure to that consultation. Because if you go in there and you don't know what you're going to do, you don't know what way you're going to do it. I mean, that, that consultation can just unravel on you um, and run away from you because like we'll, we're going to touch on other points later about sort of getting the client or potential client to open up and, and let them sort of tell you more and you sort of listen. But you almost need to let them do that, but then you're in control of the structure. You're yeah. leading that consultation. You don't want that client leading you. Um, yeah, I think that's massive. So, yeah, so having a structure, it can be a loose structure. It doesn't have to be really fixed. And quite often, if it's um, too like rigid, then it probably won't flow the conversation. It might be a bit more awkward. So if you can make it flow and make it not seem like there's too much of a structure, um, like having a sheet of paper just with some key topics on that you follow every time you do a consultation, and before you know it, you won't probably need that bit of paper telling you the structure. It'll just come naturally. But having that in day one, on day one, would be big help, I think. Yeah, I, th I think that was, as I've, I've told this story in one of the other podcasts, but having a structure, as you said, and having some kind of brief questionnaire, whether it's physical, is in like on an iPad or on a piece of paper, or what I do now, because obviously I've done them for so many years, like I'll have a questionnaire in my head. I know what questions I'm going to be asking them. And they're pretty much the same questions as you'll ask 
everyone. You know, first thing I'll do is I'll, you know, get the person in, see how they are, make them feel comfortable. Um, and then I'll say, first question is almost why are you here? Why did you get in contact? What are your goals? They're the first things. Why are you here? And what are your goals? And then I've, I've literally just set them away. And then obviously you're going to get those people who don't really give you much. You know, those people who just aren't talkers in general, pretty much the opposite to us too. So, yeah, that... <laughs> much, yeah. so ideally you want someone coming in the consultation room and you say, why are you here? They'll tell you and you'll say, what are your goals? And then they'll literally just talk for like 10 minutes. You don't need to say a thing. And I think that's the, that's the main thing on letting them open up. So you're conducting the consultation, obviously every now and then if they go off topic, that's when you can butt in, but just making sure that you're letting them open up as much as possible. So you know exactly what their goals are. And I think them just verbalizing it as well. It almost confirms to them that they need help. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause like soon as you say something out loud, you know, it gives it a bit more importance you know, because we all think of different things in our heads, but it's rarely that you um, vocalise it. So um, if they're coming to you and, and saying those things, the other thing you should do is probably jot them down, just roughly some of the key things they mentioned, because later on in the consultation, if you can feed that back to them, what they've said, they'll start to think, actually, this guy's listened to me or this person's yeah. listened to me. And they understand where I'm coming from. And I think that's valuable. Yeah. And I think just, as I said before, just sitting back and almost trying to say at the start, especially as little as possible, because the more they say, the better, because I wouldn't like it personally. If I went in to a consultation with the PT and they just sat there talking the whole time about themselves and what they could without me opening up and telling what I wanted. So I think one of the main things yeah, well, is just, you know, letting them talk. Well, I think if you think of it from a different angle, they're essentially coming in. And if you've got those questions and find out why they're there, what maybe the struggles have been, they're giving you so much valuable sort of information that you can put a spin on and, and almost sell that back to them. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're almost letting them sell PT to themselves in a way. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're smart with it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure, you so, know, the consultations we run now, like all the consultations I run now compared to what I used to do back in the gym are totally different. Like I said, can, can you remember any times back in the gym where you've had someone in, in for a consultation and you felt quite nervous about it and then you've conducted a consultation and then they've they've said those i don't want to say dreaded words but the words of i need oh. to think about it or i need to yeah speak to my part i need to speak to my partner i need to speak to my husband or wife oh, whatever that, it is that's a you, terrible and, one, yeah. and you just know that it's 99 999 times out of a thousand they're not gonna carry on and uh, sorry they're not gonna sign up for personal training are they no. the the worst is uh you know and They'll say that, and then they'll be like, "I'll be in touch. I'll definitely be in touch." Yeah, be in touch, definitely. You think, yeah, they've gone. They've see ya. They're not coming back. Yeah, um, yeah. 
And I think, I think you've got to realize that not every person is going to sign up for personal training. It's not for, I suppose in our minds, we can help everyone, but some people just almost like to think they can get the help, but then ideally don't really want to commit. So I wouldn't say if you conduct yeah. 10 consultations, if you've, you know, nailed it, you're probably going to sign up six of them, seven of them, maybe seven of them. So like what 70% uh -huh. conversion rate. But even the best people at conducting, best PTs at conducting consultations or sales, whatever it is, not everyone's going to sign up. And I think some people just don't want to commit. Yeah, well, I think in any walk of life, you always get, you call them like a tyre kicker, don't you? Yeah. You know, you're always going to get those people that come along, have a look at the wheels, give it a kick and think, nah, you know, find out the price and then they, they go away. You know, they might come back later down the line or they might not but you know you want people that are committed to you know train hard and put the effort in because then that looks better for you yeah, exactly and i think the next thing you want to try and do is outline in the consultation is outline a plan of how they could achieve their goal and what you are going to do to get them there so that's one of the things I always do after I've let them talk for like, however, however long it is about what they want. I'll then most of the time say, right, I'll almost repeat back what they've said to me. And then I'll say, right. So by the sounds of it, and the reason I say this is because most people come into this category. I'll always say by the sounds of it, you need some structure to your, to your life almost. Cause most people are struggling to fit in to their daily and weekly schedule training so they can actually get to their goal so most of the time i'll just say look this is you need some structure you need a little bit of accountability structure and accountability and sustainability this is what we're going to do i'm going to get you in on the first session and then we're going to get your your body stats your weight your measurements all that kind of stuff so i know exactly where you are and you know where you are and then we're going to do a little fitness test you know nothing too strenuous just so I can see where your current strength where your current fitness levels are at and then after that we'll do two or three sessions a week you know even so I'll always say you want to try and do three sessions a week in total whether that's once or twice with me three times uh, sorry once by yourself but in total with me and without me three sessions per week you know we're going to do full body one day upper body the next day uh, lower body the next day and then we're hitting the full body and then outside of the sessions you know we're going to track your calories through my fitness pal so what so i can always see how your nutrition's looking and then i'll just say how does that sound and then nine times out of ten people are going to go yep that's exactly what i need that sounds great mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah as so, soon as you sort of say how does that sound then just you literally shut up and then let them say what they need to say from there. Yeah, because I, th I think if that's one thing I've done in the past, it's like you, you tell them what they want. Uh, sorry, what, how are you going to get to them, get them to their goal? But then you'll carry on talking. It's like you're almost, yeah. we're almost hardwired. Yeah, we're overselling. We're almost on. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we're trying to be pushy, are we? We're not trying to push them into making no. a decision, but, and, but you don't want to seem desperate either, do you? No, no. The, the last thing you want to do is sound desperate. Um, but I think as well, after, after they've turned around and said, yeah or no, you need to then sort of outline what the expectations are. So that's from what the client can expect from you and what you set that out 
before you start and then you get a month or two down the line and that line is just literally messaging five, ten minutes before the session starts saying, sorry, I've slept in or, you know, my dog's eating my house keys. Whatever it is, <laughs> you need I feel sorry to for the dog. say, well, you know, if you've, I know, poor dog, especially when I went to the loop. Um, but if, if you've not had that conversation, you can't really, you know, turn around and say, well, what are you doing? That's just not on because you haven't outlined what they should have, what you should expect of them and what they should expect of you. So having that conversation early doors and saying, look, almost like a, a little bit of like a contract. So these are the expectations you can expect from me. And this is what I expect from you sign here. And then you've got that to go back on if you need it. And then they're more likely to respect you because, you know, you come across more professional as a business and you're not there to be sort of messed around. Yeah, I don't I think know that, if you've got any more thoughts. Yeah, I think that. that's a big one, isn't it? Like they're outlining what you expect of them and what, you know, they can almost expect of you. As you say there, it's almost shown the authority figure that they you want the res, to earn the respect yeah. from them because if not, they're going to take the piss. Right. And we've all had those clients who cancel last minute all the time and they half-ass the train and they never continue, uh, follow up with the nutrition plan which you've given them. They'll just always half-ass everything and they take the piss. But that's probably because they don't value it enough and probably because you haven't, you know, outlined some expectations. Yeah, um, and then if that's the case, it's not, if you've got clients that, you know, aren't following it through what you're, you're telling them, then it, it's going to look worse on you further down the line because you have, you've got clients that aren't really getting results and that you can't particularly showcase those results for future yeah. clients, you know, to sell. So, yeah, just it's having that authority, you know, respect is a good word. Yeah. And yeah, I think we've pretty much covered everything there. I think just to reiterate, you want to first off, make the person feel as comfortable as possible, have a structure in your mind of how to carry out the consultation, how you're going to go about it. Number three, you want to have some kind of brief questionnaire, whether that's physical or mental, the questions you know, you're going to ask them and else you want to let the person talk more and listen to their needs. So I think that's a big one. Just let them talk so they can get everything out in the open. And then you want to out, outline a plan of what they're going to do in the sessions and how you're going to get them to their goal. And then lastly, outline the expectations. So I think that covers pretty much everything. Yeah, brilliant. So that was another episode of the Personal Trainer Portal. So as we said in the last episode, we have just started um, getting the Instagram up and running. So if you want to help us out, It'll be much appreciated. Go over to personal trainer portal underscore on Instagram. And the underscore is just for a little bit of snazz, you know. We just want to shake it up a little bit. Nothing else. <laughs> it wasn't at all because we couldn't get personal trainer portal as a as a username. Nothing so, to do with <laughs> So personal trainer portal underscore on Instagram. Thank you very much, and we will see you in the next episode. See ya.